Welcome to Rope Access Tips, Tricks and Chats. As always, I'll be your host, Lee Greenwood, and I'd like to say welcome to this episode. This week, we're going to have a chat about ropes. I've had a couple of requests. People have asked uh, different questions about ropes, so they've asked if I could do an episode on uh, the deal with ropes, how we should use them, how we should look after them, and things like that. So done a bit of research obviously i've got some information already in my head but just double check that with manufacturers and um yeah got some advice off of those guys what to look for how to do things things that i do so hopefully this is going to help um as always if it's your first time here uh press the subscribe button uh go and have a look at the back catalog as well there's uh 70 80 episodes out there now i think on various things lots of chats with various people in industry um some tips and some tricks so yeah have a look and also if you like what you hear uh please share with your friends that'd be amazing get the word out there so let's uh let's have a quick chat about ropes um mainly we're going to be talking about the low stretch um abseiling ropes that we use as our main line and our backup line so pretty much across the board um Ropes have a uh, have a life of ten years. There's uh, there's a bit of variance on whether it's a shelf life. Some manufacturers say there's uh, from first use and things like that, but pretty much uh, ten years is what uh, people are saying. If you're getting ten years out of your ropes uh, that are being used in rope access all the time, you're doing really well. Um, having worked in the industry for over twenty years now, it's very rare that I see a rope survive ten years. It may survive by getting chopped down shorter and shorter and then ending up in a training centre. But you know, if you've got hundred or two hundred metre rope that you're taking out on site all day, every day, it's most probably not going to last that long. It may only last one job because of the things that you're doing or that people aren't looking after it properly. Some of the manufacturers are saying that if you're using a rope uh, once a week, it'll last about a year. Um this advice was to do with dynamic ropes and climbing ropes, but um, if you're using it more frequently, that it may not even last that long. So, you know, it can be anywhere from one day up to 10 years. The sort of things that uh, affect our ropes, obviously a lot of you would know this sort of thing. So acids, you know, whether uh, it's products that we're using or things that it comes into contact with on the site or in a vehicle. Uh, big one being sharp edges, abrasive edges keeping your head on a swivel. Uh, as you know, rope axis is a 360-degree game. Now, what's happening with your rope above you from the from the anchors all the way across the structure, the building or structure, whatever you're working on, going over the edge, um, what's it coming into contact with? Uh, is there anything sharp or abrasive? Avoiding those types of things. And then over the edge and all the way down to the ground or wherever it is that the ropes end up, so making sure that there's nothing in the way. Uh, tool damage. You know, obviously you could be using tools, um, various things, grinders, spinny sharp things, things like that. So you could be doing hot works. So being aware of those can affect it. Big one for us in Sydney, UV. You know, the sunlight is, uh, it's plastic at the end of the day, our ropes. So the UV is going to affect it and you can get colour change and and things like that. Obviously, um, other things to look for is, uh, you know, sheath damage, the outer uh, sheath on the rope. Uh, the mantle on the rope, uh, making sure that that's fully intact. Um, best way to avoid a lot of this stuff is to store in the ropes correctly. So sticking them in bags, um, storing them out of the way. Next thing to think about is uh, when we're checking our ropes, um, what I like to do as the rope's coming out of the bag or whatever I've got it stored in and I'm 
lowering it off the side of the structure, you know, if I'm working in the urban environment off the side of the building, heading down towards the ground. Um, I normally do this without gloves on just so I can feel if there's anything uh, on the ropes. Um, what am I using? I'm using my touch just to see if there's anything that's different. Uh, like any inspection, it's just running through my hands. But if I feel something different, I'll just stop blowing it down and have a look at it. Um, I'm using my eyes as I'm blowing it down, I'm just keeping an eye on it, seeing if I can spot anything with my eyes, if there's any damage or any issues. And also uh, smell as well. You know, you open up that bag, that rope's been in there for a while. How does it smell? Does it smell like wet, damp dog? You know, has somebody stored the rope uh, when it's been wet? Um, if there's any products on it, you may be getting a smell of those as well. So relying on those senses to check your rope as you're sending it down. Um, another thing to remember is that rope can shrink. Um, you know, you get a 200 metre roll of rope. It may not be 200 metres, it may be a little bit longer and you can get some rope shrinkage. Uh, a lot of manufacturers recommend that you wash the rope before first use. So sticking it in a in a bucket uh, or bin or a bath or something overnight and then drying it out. Drying the ropes, uh, don't leave it in direct sunlight, obviously. Um, don't leave your ropes just lying on the roof. Um, you know, people could be walking over it. UV, again, could be affecting it. That's why you want to pack your ropes up at the end of the day, pulling the ropes up. You know, if they're blowing around, they could be rubbing against things and you're damaging your ropes, but the UV could be affecting them. So pulling them up, sticking them in appropriate bags, getting them stored properly, definitely need to do that. Manufacturers also recommend not leaving them just in your in your car as it can get hot um, and obviously as I've mentioned already don't store them wet let them dry out beforehand they say uh, not hanging them up lying them on the floor is better than having them hung up uh, when you're drying them as well so just lying down on a nice clean mat or something like that is definitely the way to go another thing I just want to chat about here is um, I've been asked a few questions about how people rig their ropes when they're when they're setting them up some people will just get the ends of the ropes, tie them into their anchors and then send the middle of the rope all the way down to the ground and send all the rope down onto the deck. You could be on a, let's say you're on a 25 metre drop and you've got 100 metre rope. That's going to be a lot of rope on the ground, uh, potentially blowing around, lying in the dirt isn't ideally where we want it to be. Depending on what job you're doing, you could have product falling down onto that rope. So when you're sending your ropes down, um, send enough down so it definitely reaches the ground um, I'm a fan of sending the ends down rather than the middle a few reasons being depending on what descender you're using if you're using any of the Petzl products they seem to put a twist in the rope and if the middle is down the bottom obviously that twist has got nowhere to go so you can end up with twisted ropes I've heard of people not being able to descend because there's so many twists in their ropes if there's loads of rope on the ground as well even if it is the ends those twists can't come out very easily so send enough rope down so you've got a few metres on the ground. You know, you may need to set up a re-ankle or something on the way down. You may find damage in the ropes and you need to tie some knots to uh, isolate that damage, uh, setting up a deviation, anything like that, which is going to chew up some of that rope so make sure there's enough rope down there, making sure it's in a barricaded area. So what I normally do is rigging my ropes, sending it down so there's enough on the ground. Ropes are nicely rigged up. I've got a couple of um, knots tied in the end to make sure that I don't uh, abseil off the end of the ropes. I normally put them a couple of metres away from the end of the rope. I don't want it to be right at the end. You know, if you imagine coming down, you've got three or four storeys to go, and there's this tiny little barrel knot, and then a couple of inches of rope, and your descender's pushing against it. That'll be uh, a little bit nerve-wracking. So having a couple of metres 
So if you needed to join another rope to them, you could. You've got that without having to start going up the ropes again. Um, definitely the way to go. Once I've sent the ropes all the way down, I normally head down, make sure that they've landed in the barricaded area, um, store them in a bag if I know there's going to be product flying around and stuff like that, or daisy chain them up or t- call them up out of the way so they're, they're not lying around in the dirt. I know in the UK, in London, I've got a, a few friends that work over there. There was a bit of a stint where the young kids who were kicking around had worked out that if they pulled on the uh, rope access technician's ropes, they couldn't actually descend. So they'd go into the barricaded area and grab hold of the ropes and pull on them and the tech couldn't descend down. And then they realised that they could just swing them around like a rag doll. So I know a lot of guys in London will call their ropes up so they're a few metres off the ground so nobody can get access to them. That can be a good safety thing as well for um, if, if it's a windy day ropes blowing around and things like that maybe leaving your barricaded area and getting caught on you know passing vehicles or other things and then that could cause an issue for you so definitely be aware of that so yeah that's just some uh, stuff about ropes um with the uh washing of them uh don't use uh pressure don't use uh jet washers things like that um the recommendation is uh water that's uh, less than 30 degrees centigrade washing it in you know some people use uh, buckets, uh, bins, uh, sticking it in a bath and giving it a wash, using uh, natural soap, so pH neutral stuff. I know that BL make a good rope wash um, that you can use for this type of thing, putting some of that in, but it's pH neutral, uh, soap flakes, anything that's got a neutral pH you can use in there. And then uh, if you're using the bath, uh, drain that uh, soapy water, which will most probably be pretty dirty by now. And then fill it up with clean water to rinse it all off and then emptying it out again. Some people use um, washing machines. The thing with a washing machine is you want to make sure there's no detergent in there. Um, So maybe put it on a a quick cycle to get any detergent out of it. And then put in your soap flakes or whatever rope wash you're using in there. And then put it through a cycle. I normally um, just put it in a bag. Got like a mesh bag that I'll throw the ropes in. Uh, industrial machines are obviously better because they're bigger if you've got access to any of those. And the other thing you could use is like a rope brush if you've got stubborn areas. And it, um, there's a few out there where you just pull the rope through the brush and it cleans off any products. So you can do that while it's in the bath or the bucket. So yeah, that's just a bit of advice on uh, on cleaning your ropes there. But yeah, this episode on ropes, sort of how long they last, um, things to look for, uh, how to check them and uh, what to do before you use them, you know, washing them before you use them because of the shrink. And then, uh, and then storing them, yeah, keeping them away from any products, getting some decent bags. I've been a big fan of the um, Black Diamond Touchstone bag for ropes. I've got those bags that are 15-odd years plus, um, and they're still going strong. So, yeah, that's a good way I like to store my ropes. Well, as always, I uh, hope this was useful. Um, if it was, share it with your friends. Subscribe to the podcast. We're coming out every Tuesday, Sydney time with an episode so uh subscribe there and then you'll get the updates of when new episodes come out yeah share with your friends and uh if you've got any questions on this reach out to us on facebook rope access tips tricks and chats or jump on our website ratac.net send me an email happy to chat with anybody but anyway for now stay safe see you soon cheers <laughs>